Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, and we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today on the Gaming Gig Podcast, we're breaking down IGN's top 10 list of the best open world games. So IGN has recently, I think pretty recently, within like the last couple days. Yeah, last two or three days. Yeah, they put out a list of the top 10 open world games. So anytime you make an op- like a top 10 list, obviously it's very subjective. Um, but still, this is a big publication. So why not kind of give our two cents on what they picked? Say if we agree with it, if we disagree, all yeah. the things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were even, you know, putting putting the gig in gaming gig. You know, we've been doing that for the past couple of days. And um, during one of the set breaks, I saw this list and we talked about it. So, yeah, it's kind of been on our minds. And we know that open world games are... Kind of hot right now. We're both playing an open world game. Yeah, different open world games. As and a matter of I fact. don't want to give any like spoilers, <laughs> but they're both on this list. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it just made a lot of sense. It did. So number ten is Marvel mm. Spider Marvel's Spider Man Miles Morales. Let me just stumble through that for Marvel's you Morales Merge Spider Miles. Miles. So uh, Miles Morales is a really great game. I love this game. Um, do I think it deserves to be on the top ten? I think I would argue that one of the Spider-Man games deserves to be on top ten, on the top ten. Now, personally, I like the original Spider-Man game a little bit better than Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, they're really similar games. So I like the original one just a little bit more, and mostly it comes down to the original one was beefier, had more to do. Miles Morales was a pretty short game. Um, Miles Morales had a lot of emphasis on stealth. Which is cool, but it was probably my like least favorite part of the combat in Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I much prefer just to go in and like you know, webs ablazing. Yeah, just. I, I, I preferred to be more aggressive. And Miles Morales had a lot of stealth stuff, so for those reasons, I like the original one just a little bit better. But I have to say, Miles Morales was very impressive in terms of his visuals. Uh, I played it with ray tracing; it looked awesome. I bet it did. So you've not played Miles Morales? No, I haven't played Miles Morales. I played the original uh, Marvel Spider-Man. Didn't play it all the way through. I kind of got bored on it. Um, but yeah. I I loved the gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. Just swinging around the city, you know, that was super, super fun. So um, I can see how one of those games would make the list. And, I, and I'm sure Miles Morales expanded on some of that. But I also am sure it's more the same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Now, Spider-Man wouldn't be on your top 10 list. but No, I don't think it would be on my top 10. But you understand why other people Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's a super fun game. And, and I've always loved Spider-Man as a character, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember playing those, those PS2 games, you know, back in the day and thinking those were awesome. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can see this. You can see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not upset with Miles Morales being on there um, at all. I think it's a great game. Yeah. So... so Number nine. Yeah, so up next at number nine, we got Horizon Forbidden West. Now, I haven't played this. It's hot off the press. Yeah, it's a game that just came out, so I'm really surprised to see it on the list of top ten. of. This is a top ten of, like, all time. So. Yeah, I think we're kind of putting the cart before the horse here, IGN. Um, that be, I'm, this is the game I am currently playing is Horizon Forbidden West. And I have to say, it is a very good game. Visually, it's maybe one of the most impressive games I've played, period. Um, it's... You know, the combat is fun. It definitely is better than Zero Dawn. So if you liked Zero Dawn, it's better. Um, there, It's basically just been improved in pretty much every way you can imagine. Nice. Uh, the story is 
the story in Zero Dawn was good, but I think they really put some interesting twists and made, because I was kind of wondering how they'd even make Forbidden West interesting in terms of story, but they've really done a great job with it. Um, so I, I really am enjoying Forbidden West. That being said, I'm surprised to see it on the top 10 list, not because it's not a great game. I just don't know that even though it's a really good one, I think there are still... I don't know, because it's just not tested yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you really can't tell when you're playing it, like, how much it's going to affect you down the road. You have to give some distance from it and really decide, like, was it as groundbreaking and did it stand the test of time? And that's just something we don't know about Forbidden West. Yeah, I mean, we're still definitely in the honeymoon phase. Right, With exactly. Forbidden West. It's like, you might love it right now. Right. And then in a week or two, you might be completely bored with it. You know, who knows? I mean, we just don't know yet. So, yeah. You know, not to say that it can't be awesome and not that it can't eventually deserve a top 10 spot. It's just kind of weird that it's already there. This is what's strange to me. It's just strange that it's on the list just because it's so new. Mm -hmm. I, I I could see a future in which, yeah, it, it probably deserves to be there. But I could also see a future in which we decide that as a kind of a gaming community that mm -hmm. it wasn't as, you know, groundbreaking as we thought at the time. Right. And the same thing holds true to maybe the other game that is current on uh, some other games on this list. Yeah. Hashtag teaser. <laughs> All right. So uh, number eight is uh, this is a game that I have in my backlog. It's sitting there. It's actually coming up soon. I'm going to be playing it. It's Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Yeah. This is the only game on the list that we haven't collectively played. No, we have not played this one at all. Um, so I don't know much about it, but I do know that people love this game. Mm -hmm. um, and it's apparently does open world in a really interesting way. Um, I can't speak about it a whole lot because I just haven't played it. No, I honestly, I don't have very many, uh, very much experience with Metal Gear Solid in any capacity. Me neither. But I kept so. hearing such good things about this game, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's, it's an older game now. Yeah. And um, I kept hearing about how amazing it was, so I picked it up, and I'm going to play it. I'm, I'm very excited about it because apparently it is quite good. Yeah. And if it's on this list, it just gives me more right. reason that I, I made a good decision purchasing it because I'm excited to play it. And I bought it on Amazon for like $10? Goodbye. New? I mean, come on. That's it's a steal. You stole from Amazon. <laughs> So, guys, moving on at number seven, we have Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, and this one's very near and dear to my heart. In fact, I, I made a video this week for the channel um, where it was pretty much half about Skyrim, you know, comparing it to uh, maybe another game we'll talk about here in a few minutes. But I love Skyrim. I got it at the midnight release. I remember we we were in college, and we, we had finished a concert, actually. Mm -hmm. And I went after the concert, stood in line at the GameStop, got it at the midnight release, went home and played it. That game was great. I loved, I loved like Oblivion and I loved the fallouts. I don't really remember the timetable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I loved Fallout 3. I love Fallout New Vegas. So all those Bethesda RPGs, mm -hmm. I just love them. Yeah. And I've Sky, I came to Skyrim really late. You did. You um, were late to the game on that one. I played Skyrim just a couple years ago, and I played it. Uh, oddly enough, I played it in VR. I I got, I bought a, a PlayStation VR headset, and it came with Skyrim VR. And it's not like it was Skyrim that also had a VR mode. It was you could only play it in VR. You really wanted to feel like the Dragonborn. Yeah. Now that being said, I had I have a copy of Skyrim on Xbox 360, and I had started it back 
much closer, probably within the first year or two of it coming out. Mm -hmm. I started it, probably played a few hours of it and then put it down. It was just, you know, too much of a commitment at the time. Yeah. And so it took me forever to come back to it. When I did come back to it, I was really excited about my new VR headset. So Skyrim's not a short game. And no. playing that game in VR, it was cool, but... Uh, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, I mean, like, it was cool. It was cool, but it, it probably wasn't something that, unless you're a huge fan of VR, I probably wouldn't recommend it. I'd just say play it the normal way. Yeah. Play it on PC, PS3, 360, on your Xbox, wherever you can yeah. play it. You can play it's it on, on everything. Your, you play it on your Switch. Yeah, it's on, like, three generations of console hardware at this yeah. point. Yeah, so. it's everywhere. Yeah. So, that was number seven. You, know, you want to give us number six, Daniel? Yeah, I kind of do. So yeah. number six is Fallout New Vegas, which I just mentioned. Um, Fallout 3 specifically, I'm going to talk about for a second. That was the first big open world, true open world game I ever played. Mm-hmm. And it changed the way I thought about games completely. And for years, that's all I wanted to play was these open world games. So when New Vegas came out, of course, I was all about it. And I love New Vegas. I, You know, it's hard for me to say if I like it better than 3. Um, just cause three I think generally people like it better. Than yeah, they yeah. do. Uh, but three is just like, it was the one for me, you know? So I don't know. New Vegas was also the one, but it was like the second one. <laughs> I think, for that, me. I think a fallout game had to be on this list. And I think a number six spot is, it really makes sense. Oh yeah. yeah. Fallout had to be here. Now, I wouldn't have agreed to do a podcast about it with no fallout on the list. <laughs> now, New Vegas is the only fallout game that I played, uh, but I have not played it all the way through. I played probably a little over half of it. And uh, again, I just kind of, that's one that I didn't didn't finish. You didn't get hooked by the New California Republic? You know, I actually really liked the game, um, but I was playing it, I, I think it was when we first moved into our house, it was probably around 2013, mm-hmm. and it was at your recommendation mm-hmm. that I play it. Um, I don't know when it came out. It, I think it had been out a couple of years at that point. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember when Fallout New Vegas came out. I don't out. either. But um, yeah, it it was fun. I just didn't finish it, you know, but it, I did enjoy what was there. You looking it up when it came out? 2010. 2010. So it had been out at least three years mm-hmm. by the time I got to it. Um, yeah, it's, it seemed really cool, but I just didn't, didn't follow through on it, but it, it was, it was, it is super game. cool. And you know, the thing with new Vegas that people like, I think so much more than three mm-hmm. is three was made. If I'm remembering this correctly, three was made entirely by Bethesda and fallout new Vegas brought back in obsidian. I think you're correct. Yes. And Obsidian had most of the employees that had worked on Fallout 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So it was like a return to the same style of like writing and humor and choice-based mechanics and all that. Visually, New Vegas was is everything I've seen of Fallout 3. Uh, the visuals are, are much like uh, dark. dark. It's like yes. super dark. It almost, you know. And the New Vegas is much brighter. Definitely. Much more like, to me, much more um, inviting. You know, oh yeah. yeah, Fallout Three is not inviting. It's no. terrifying. I, yeah. I, I, I just loved it though. But I've never played Fallout Three, so maybe if I gave it a shot, I would enjoy it more. All right, moving on. Number five. Okay, this one is another one that is a little mm-hmm. strange. Not because I'm not because it's not a good game, but it's mm-hmm. Elden Ring. Yeah, number five. Yeah. Now this is a brand new game, kind of like uh, Forbidden West, in that. You know, it just seems a little odd to me at the top 10 of all. You're telling me that two of the best open world games of all time just happened to come out this past week? Yeah. Come on, IGN. That's a little, you know. <laughs> I get that they're like the It's trend. almost like they're trying to capitalize on like the, the current trend, you know. Mm, I wonder. You know, we've done a little bit of that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> 
so Elden Ring is the new From Software game, you know, and everyone's playing it right now. It's like the biggest game right now. So I get like, mm -hmm. and it's an open world game and people are loving it. And mm -hmm. even in our comments on our videos, we've heard time and time again about how it's an amazing open world game and it does open world differently than other games. So mm -hmm. it uh, absolutely does. Now you're playing it. So give us your thoughts on it. Oh, it's, it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. I'm is it the fifth best open world game of all time? Maybe? I don't know about that yet. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, maybe. I mean, Maybe. It, it's amazing. Uh, you know, one thing that I think is so cool about it is it kind of goes back to like the brief amount of time I spent on Elder Scrolls Morrowind, which is the one before Oblivion. Um, I never finished Morrowind, but when I tried to play it, I was like struck by how you had like no objective markers anywhere. Mm -hmm. It was just like, okay, somebody, some NPC would say like, go to this town and do this thing. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, cool. And then I would just have no idea where that town was at all. And Elden Ring is that way. Like you'll run into an NPC and she'll be like, Hey, you need to go here and do this thing. I, you know, this, this person in this particular castle is doing this thing. And I'm like, that's horrible, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> you know? So you want to give me a map or something? And those, uh, and those NPCs, like I've done a little research on it and they will like, once you do certain things that you'll like find them in different locations. And then in the end you can like get some really cool things from them. But it doesn't tell you any of that. Like, there's no hand-holding at all. You've got to really immerse yourself in it. Yes. Like, it's, it's obviously, it's a role-playing game. Yeah. It's a role you got to really get into the role-playing aspect. Be in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is it is super good for that. It's super challenging. Mm -hmm. But And I've never played any of the other Souls-likes. The only other From Software I played is Sekiro. And Sekiro's hard as nails. But um, <clears throat> with Elden Ring being an open world, you can kind of avoid some things. If you would like to, or you can kind of be a little more creative about you how you skirt tackle. around, you can yeah. skirt around. Yeah. So it seems to be less. It seems to be more forgiving yeah. than, than how people describe the other Souls likes, um, which I don't think is a critique because it's still really hard and challenging and, and satisfying when you finally beat a boss. So I okay. love Elden Ring, but it's a little strange that it's here at number five, just because again, not that it's not great, it just hasn't been tested yet, yeah. and it's like. Even if people are really loving it right now, I mean, that's just kind of like when it's a trendy game and it's like the new thing, mm -hmm. of course you're excited about it. Right. And it may continue to, you know, we just don't know yet. And that's the thing. We don't know. Um, okay. Moving on to number four. You want to introduce number four, Daniel? Of course. Let's do uh, it. Number four, we got Red Dead Redemption 2, a game we both love. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I would be super, super sad if a Red Dead game wasn't on this list. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, it it does, like, I've gone back and completed it, not completed, I finished the game twice. I did not complete it. There's so much to do. But I have played through the game twice. It is, so I'll probably do it at least another time or two before it's all over. I know that in a couple years I'll be like itching to play Red Dead again. Yeah. Um, that being said, I personally am a bigger fan of the first Red Dead Redemption game. I've played that one so many times and the last time i did it i um uh, i didn't 100 percent it he didn't but i got really close he likes I did, to say he did i like yeah i i did every <laughs> mission i did every side quest i did every chance encounter i did everything that you can do except the only things i didn't do is i didn't unlock all of the outfits because they require like really really like you have to collect hundreds of this herb and it's like a bunch of just like very repetitive tasks that don't they're not fun you got to walk this many steps yeah like stuff like that towards noon the noon sun so i didn't like 
in completely one hundred percent. You know, um, but I did everything mm. that was like you know the game part of it. I did all of that, and I. But I've also played Red Dead One multiple times through. It's one of my top you know few games of all time. So yeah, and Red Dead Redemption Two is is right there behind it. So. They're both, both of those games are just amazing. And I, but I, I can see how Red Dead Redemption 2 would make the list compared to Red Dead 1. I think Red Dead 2 is more, uh, probably more people like it in mm. general. And it has certainly won't age quite as poorly as Red Dead 1 did in terms of graphics. No, it looks great. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. Red yeah. Dead 1 is starting to show its age pretty bad. Yeah. We could, we need a remaster of Red Dead 1. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Oh. Did you ever play Red Dead Revolver? No, I didn't. I know I, that that's like technically in the Red Dead universe, but it's yeah. not like connected, right? I rented it uh, several times. What's back it for? Like day. original Xbox? Uh, I played it on PS2, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that same era. Yeah. I uh, I loved it. That was super fun. But it was like a shooter, not on rails, but it was like linear. Was know? that was that a Rockstar game, I guess? I'm not even sure. You're not um, sure? I really don't know. I wasn't at, at that point. Uh, I wasn't really looking up developers and let us know in the comments, guys. Yeah. Let us know what's up with Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. That what game you, was super. What fun. do you know about it? And you played as different characters, like based on certain missions. It was fun. But anyway, moving on to another Rockstar classic. Of course, this was going to be on the list. And in fact, at first I was kind of mad Red Dead 2 wasn't higher, being only number four. Yeah. But looking at these top three games, um, yeah. it really couldn't have been. This is where we don't have any, pretty much any disagreement for the list. This yeah. top couple are, are really, really great games. Yeah. So number three, we got GTA 5. You know, you knew a Grand Theft Auto game was going to be there. And 5 is, the I, one. Think, I think it's the best one. It's the one. You know, like I have a lot of nostalgia for Vice City. And I like all the Grand Theft Auto games. Um, I played all the 3D ones. And uh, five is probably definitely of the highest quality. They kept getting better and better mm-hmm. for the most part. And now they're working on six, and that gets me super hot. So yeah, five is phenomenal. Know. I love playing five. I played it again. I mean, I played it when it first came out, mm-hmm. um, but I mainly just played it the way me and my friends always played GTA, which was we just like pass the controller and just do crazy stuff. Yeah. I and mean, we had countless hours on it, but I never played the story until like. Maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. I played it, mm-hmm. and um, it's got a great story mode, you know, or s- story. It's the same yeah. mode, I guess, but, you know, I haven't done any of the online, and I know that's big for them, but... I have a funny, kind of funny story about GTA Five. So, when GTA Five first came out, um, I actually have multiple funny stories about GTA Five. So, um, the original, my original GTA Five, when it came out, I... Uh, I was living, um, what year did this come out? I feel like this had to have been, had to be the year that I left, that I was no longer living in my parents' house. I think I got maybe recently married or maybe I just moved away. 2013. So, okay, yes. Okay, so. September September of 2013, right. So at this time I had been married for a few months and me and Catherine were living in an apartment, a, uh, in a town away from my where my parents were and when we lived in that apartment i didn't have my gaming console i had a Mm. little brother who was living at home and he had our xbox 360 at the house and this would have been a time before well he we may have gotten an xbox one it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. the xbox was at my parents house and we lived in an apartment far away so when gta 5 came out i would drive to my parents house just to play gta 5 and i played the game there 
And then a couple years later, I wanted to play the game again. And Daniel had the game <laughs> on Xbox 360. And I had gotten the Xbox 360 and brought it to my house because um, we had moved again. And But I had the 360. And I said, hey, Daniel, um, oh, because my brother wouldn't let me have his copy. Yeah. And so I said, Daniel said, oh, I'll give you, I'll let you borrow or I'll give you my copy of Grand Theft Auto V. And he gives me just the data disc and not the play disc. And he couldn't find the play disc. Yeah. I think it got traded. Um, I think it got traded to GameStop. Oh, you traded? Because I, I had done, you know, some trades that I wish I had never done. But because um, I had a 360 die, I had it like Red Ring. And... So I traded in like some games and maybe my old PS2. I traded in several things to like get the price of an, another 360 down. Mm -hmm. And I think that GTA 5 might have been one of those games. And I guess they just took it anyway. I thought you told notice. me back I, years and years ago when we did when you gave me the data disc, but mm -hmm. you didn't have the play disc. Um, I thought you told me that you traded in a system and you were afraid that it was in that could have been it. the. Uh, in the, in the the drive in the slot and you forgot to take it out could be <laughs> that could have been because they may have taken my red ring 360 for something I, well, maybe I they know. did maybe they maybe they take it it like, may have been in there when it red ringed and then they t i mean i, I don't know nah, I, who knows there's man, a conundrum. It's been a long but time ago but. i was super excited to replay gta 5 and daniel's like oh here you go man you can just borrow mine and i couldn't do it so I then trying, i was trying to do a bro move so then I ended up having to buy it again later. I bought it a couple of years back and played it through again on uh, PS4, which I was also borrowing from Daniel. Except That's just, right. I and borrowed I could actually system. find that. <laughs> of course I could find my PS4. I still know where it is. Yeah. Randy actually took that thing apart and fixed a power button issue or an eject button issue. Yeah. That's like a big problem on those PS4s, guys. Not to get like in the weeds. But and you know, you never asked my permission to take that thing apart. I never did. You just told me one day, you were like, yeah, I took your... PS4 part and disabled the eject button. I was like, uh, okay, man. <laughs> I fixed it. I fixed it for you. <laughs> if I had like broken your PS4, I would have bought you one. It was already pretty much broken, man. All right. You number were... two. Let's move on. Right. Number two is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Knew that was going to be on the list. So good. Oh my gosh, guys. And you, know, you had a unique experience with this one because you actually played it on Switch. I did, which is, you know, it's the full game. It's just graphic-wise, it's... Ooh, ooh. I bet it's pretty janky. It looks really bad on Switch. But here's the thing. The game is so good that I didn't even care. Like, the game is so good that I played through the Switch version. That was my first time playing the game. I didn't even care that it was, like, super hazy and the graphics were all low-res. And, like, they, they did these silly things where they, like... The faces would be, like, full res versions but then their whole bodies would be like way low poly and like it was or i'm not low poly but the textures were really bad everywhere else in their bodies it looked weird and strange but the game was just so good that i didn't care it was so much fun i really and now i like this game so much that we we talked the other day we talked about buying games multiple times i like the witcher 3 so much that um i bought it again on ps4 just so that I could have play if I ever wanted to play it again, I'd have the full experience. Yeah. And I haven't played it on there yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. This this is a game that I uh it's it's all it's on my bucket list, basically. I yeah. I uh, played it a little 
when it first came out, played, you know, several hours. No, you, you, I've seen your PlayStation stats. You put in like 15, 20 hours on it. Was it that many? Yeah. Okay. Well, I put in more than I thought. You but, know? but the thing is, it's a very long yeah, game. Yeah, it's a massive game. And and, yeah. I, and I liked what I played. I, I liked it quite a bit. I just, um, kind of like you, I guess, in New Vegas, I just, I couldn't make the commitment yeah. at the time. It's like, for me, I did the game, I did both DLCs, and I have probably, I have well, well over 100 hours, probably close to 200 hours on the game. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a long one. Yeah, and I know it's like objectively amazing, so I know I need to go go back and play. Oh, it's phenomenal! Yeah. Um, so Witcher three being number two, right. I have no problems with that. Now, guys, we're we've arrived at the number one spot, but we want you to pause the video, and we want you to think, what's going to be number one? Because there's really only one choice. Yeah. So let us know right now. Put what your prediction is for number one. My guess is that you're probably going to get it right. Yeah. Because we haven't talked about it yet. And this is the one, right? This is the one. This is the one. The This is the game that got me back into gaming like really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of, I played games very casually before this game. And then this is the one that brought me back and I've been hooked ever since. Yeah. This is the game that made the Switch, for me, like really nailed it and, and brought it home for what it is. And it, it was really a launch made the Switch game. What it, yeah, it was a launch game, even though it wasn't necessarily developed just for the switch but might as well have been because it's as synonymous with the switch as anything and that's legend of zelda breath of the wild you it's so you knew it you knew you just typed that (laughs) i heard you it's uh this is the game that like you know it so changed my mind on what open world games could be you know, you talk about open world games that make you, you know, want to explore and, or, you know, want to see the world around you. Breath of the Wild does it so organically. And without you even noticing, it just like gently pushes you in all these directions and makes you, encourages you in the best ways yeah. to explore and to see every inch of the map. I mean, it, if you could, if I could live in the world of Breath of the Wild, I would. Bro. You know, it's, it's that good. That's not the place you want to be. No, you it's guys know what I'm calamity. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. My goodness. I think you want to live in like... I'll take it, blood moon and all. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Breath of the Wild is amazing. I mean, we've been longtime Zelda fans, of course. Yeah. But um, 3D Zelda specifically for me. But um, Breath of the Wild just changes the game. I mean, literally changes the game. It's that climbing mechanic just opens everything up the, the the climbing and the and the paraglider you can climb everything it's so amazing and you really do just want to see every inch of the map because it's not like there it's got everything it's got the scary sections it's got the really like cheerful inviting sections mm-hmm. it's got great music it's got great visuals you know like there are other games out there where you know where there are so much stuff that you don't see that you run across something new and interesting, but none of them is like makes you want to do it the mm-hmm. way Breath of the Wild does. Yeah. Breath of the Wild makes you when you're playing the game, you really do for some reason that you really can't even quite describe. It makes you want to explore, and um, yeah, it, I mean, no game I've played comes even close in terms of open world. No, it's same just, here. Breath of the Wild does it the best, and if you're a fan of any of the other games on this list. If you haven't played Breath of the Wild, you're missing out yeah. on the pinnacle of what these games all can be. Yes. Not that like Breath of the Wild is for everybody, because I could see how some people might not like it as much as some of these other games. But 
I'd say for most gamers and certainly us, mm -hmm. it's number one. I mean, of course, it's nothing's for everybody. Right. But I will say, like, Breath of the Wild seems to be for more people than just about any game I've seen. Like, think about Catherine. You know, yeah, she's that's she my wife. got obsessed with Breath of the Wild, was never a gamer. No. You know, got obsessed with it, put hundreds of hours on it. Uh, think about Tatum, you know, one of my other friends uh, that I used to work with. I, you know, he and his wife got a switch mm -hmm. and I kept telling him, dude, you got to buy Breath of the Wild. You got to buy Breath of the Wild. And I let him borrow my copy and he played it, you know, beat it, all that. And then he moved and I had to get that back, you know, because mm -hmm. I can't let him take that thing. <laughs> can't let him take Breath of the Wild. And so he bought his own copy and he's still playing it. Right. And he's, he has gotten every Korok seed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, at one point, I wanted to get every Quark seed. I probably got like, you know, there's what, like 900 of them or something? Like 999 or something. Like some crazy number. I Maybe not. I don't know that it's 999, but it's a bunch. And um, I got somewhere like a little over halfway and was like, gosh, it's such a task. 900 Quark seeds. 900. See, I was right. Okay. You said, you said 999. No, I said 900 or something. No, you said 999, and I said that's too many. Daniel, you are trying to make up what happened. He's trying to flip it, because that's what he said. Um, yeah, but they're, it's such a cool game, and there's so much to do. And it literally is, you could just go, Everyone, I know everyone says this about Breath of the Wild, but you could just go in a direction, and you're going to find something that is really cool, something that yeah. is going to be fun. And one the, of those rare games where that's actually true. Yeah. People yeah. say that about a lot of games. It's true about Breath of the Wild. Right. Exactly. You see something over there. There's something cool. There's 10 cool things between you and that thing that you're going to get sidetracked on. And by the time you get to that thing, it's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, like so many games like have stuff like that, but Breath of the Wild is so like every area is so unique and memorable mm -hmm. and it's not just like a, a big world that kind of all looks and feels the same no um it is all so different the regions are very diverse there's so much mystery and intrigue everywhere you go it's just man, mm -hmm. you I just round a corner and you see like big glowing dragons in the sky and then you're like you don't know if it's friendly you don't know if like yeah i can't say good enough, enough good mm. things about breath of the wild what a game but that brings us to the end of that oh, that top 10 open world games but we're not done because we have a poll that we did with you guys. Yeah. And the poll was, are you burned out on open world games? And I think that the results are pretty interesting because I know that at times I've been burned out on open world games. Mm -hmm. And Same I know, here. Daniel, you said Absolutely. That. Yeah. So um, the results were this. Yeah. So um, we had 56% of the viewers say no with an exclamation point. Uh, we had 22% say yes, and then we had 22% say I'm not sure. So um, me personally, I would have been among the yeses, which mm -hmm. is ironic because I'm playing Elden Ring. But um, that's because I've been burned out on open world games. I think, I, I think I'm a little bit of a burned out on open world games hipster because I've been saying that for longer than it became trendy to say. Years, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've been burned out on them so long and I've been kind of almost actively avoiding them where when Elden Ring came out, I started thinking about it and I was like, you know, I think I could get excited about this again. Mm -hmm. So I'm almost like coming out of my burnt out phase, mm -hmm. whereas everybody else is heading in, you know. So 
I don't well, know I mean, if that's like that. we have 22% of people say yes. So it's not like it's the majority. The well, majority that's, that's true. The, I just hear this more. The majority of people say no, they're not burned out. And yeah. then other people are unsure. So they're 22% of people commit. weren't like, uh, I don't think I am, but I'm also not sure if I have, you know, they yeah. weren't sure. And I get that too. Emotions are complex. They sure are. Yeah. Yeah, but we got some comments on this. So, um, Celia, Celeria, Celeria, that is Celeria, Celeria Rose, Celeria Rose. She said yes and no. I'm burned out. Celeria, is that a girl? Are you sure about this? This person. I want to say because this could be Celeria is a very. I'm I'm not familiar with that name, and we. It reminds me of Cecilia. That it does, but that doesn't mean we'd be. She's breaking my heart. This gender on this. All right, keep going. She's shaking my confidence. Celeria Rose says what? This person says, yes and no. I'm burned out on the modern formula. It was super gigantic open worlds. They want you to play for hundreds of hours, but I'm all in for more focused open worlds that are big enough for what they need, but don't overstay their welcome. It's less the genre I'm tired of so much as the bloat that keeps coming with it. I'm I'm convinced that I might have like made an alternate account and written this myself. Right, yeah. In my sleep. It's the bloat, right? It's yeah. the pointless quest. It's the like repetitive quest where you're doing where it's the same thing, like you're doing basically the same quest over and over, but it just has like, you know, different NPCs or yeah. some small thing changed about it. But the yeah. games that I think of that come up is like Assassin's Creed. Yes, I'm over that. <laughs> um, and like you know, like those games can be good, but to you can't argue that they're not bloated. They are bloated. And some people are cool with it because they enjoy the game so much that the bloat doesn't bother them. They just want more game to play. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Um, yeah. I, I That's like Valhalla. I really enjoyed that game, but it was way longer than it should have been. That game took me almost 100 hours to complete, and I would have enjoyed the game way more if it had only taken me 20. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I played Valhalla for like 15 hours. And I'm and I've said this before. I'm not sure I made it out of the tutorial. <laughs> you probably didn't. You know that game is massive, and I love Vikings, but dang, like I'm I'm not down with that anymore. It just has too much blood. Ubisoft, you got to chill. You got to chill. Speaking of Ubisoft, you want to check out our next comment from old Jerry Holbrook. Uh, this is actually yeah. This one says I love open world games, but my f- my first open world game was Far Cry Five. I loved it. I still do. So Far Cry. This person loves open worlds, and they start with Far Cry 5. Hey, yeah. I've not played any of the Far Cry games. My brother has played them, and he loves them. Mm-hmm. I just, I've, I've watched him play Far Cry Primal, I think it was. Yeah. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, that one always looked cool, like in the marketing material for it when it came out. I but, I mean, I haven't tried cool. it. Me neither. There's just too many games out there. Can't but I'm glad that people are liking them, man. I'm glad that. Me too. I mean, I know 6 is out now. Isn't it 6? Far Cry Six, yeah, that's the yeah. most recent one. The one with uh, with Gus Fringe, Gus Bring Bring was that his name? From uh, you never finished Breaking Bad. No, but I, I know okay. I know he's yeah. a character. From Breaking Bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So next up, we got a comment from Onyx Seven 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 Seven, and I did that by seven Roman converting numerals. the yes seven Roman numerals seven traditional number. So Onyx Seventy Seven says, if I do get bored, I take a break for a while. Then I come right back and everything feels fresh. That's what I try to do. I mean, a lot of open world games come out, right? But and you, if you just play open world games, you're going to get burned out. But I try to mm-hmm. mix it up. And then when I do come across an open world game that I'm really interested in, it's fun. Yeah. 
But it's hard because so many games are open world games. Yeah, it is. It is hard. I'm sure they're the most. If you look at like the most financially successful games, oh, they got to be up there. They got to be the majority. It ain't exactly side scrollers anymore. No. I hear you, Cuphead. I do. Yeah. So take a break. That's a great, great thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So next, this is a double Michael nine nine. A longtime commenter mm-hmm. says, comments on a lot of our stuff. Thank you. Um, I'm burned out of games with with the same stealth takedown animations, but when you mix up special attacks like Marvel Spider-Man and God of War, I never know what to expect when I mix them up like karate. <laughs> like karate. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying there. Like, yeah, like uh, if it has, like if a game has a re- repeated takedown animation. Mm-hmm. It gets old. It gets old. And that's an older game. Like older games had technical limitations and that happened a lot more yeah a lot more but nowadays you don't see that as much you know i i can think of two really prominent examples that aren't super old at this point that that do do this one of them being doom and i know doom is not open world but a lot of those just has a couple and just repeats them yeah it does those over and over and over and then the the god of war remake um also didn't have that many um of, of of the I don't know, remember what that was called, but when you like brutalize, you know, an enemy and rip him apart, like Kratos didn't have that many. Um, well, I mean, he, this person's saying that God of War is a good example of games that don't do it, but I think God of War mixes is, up the combat so much that I never noticed that when I played it. Well, it, you have to be going for those, yeah. you know, when you see somebody glow and you click the stick or whatever and you do the thing, you have to be doing that to yeah. see what I'm talking you about. You gotta be doing that a lot. Clearly, too. God of War has a ton of moves and, and combat options. I'm just talking specifically about those like animations. There God, weren't that many. And God of the War, God of War, the most recent one, it 